Hi everyone, Alex here, your host for the Marketing 101 podcast. Before we start the episode, I just wanted to tell you about the fantastic company 34SP who very kindly sponsor this podcast. They do that because they know that their green website hosting service is almost certainly going to be of interest to listeners just like you. I host all of my websites with 34SP and I do this because they put sustainable and ethical practices first, because they have an awesome customer support based in Manchester and because they are, of course, very competitive on price. So if you are looking to build a new website or coming up to the renewal of your existing website hosting, then be sure to head over to 34sp.com. That's 34s for sugar, p for peter.com. Their basic hosting costs $9.95 a month, which is almost certainly cheaper than whoever you're already using. And if you use the code Alex101, or mention this podcast, then you'll get your first three months for free. So head over to 34sp.com to check out their ethical hosting. I promise you will not be disappointed. Right, on with the podcast. Hi there and welcome to Marketing 101 Big Steps for Small Businesses, the podcast that takes the overwhelm out of marketing and brings you tips, tricks and actions to enhance and grow your own business. My name is Alex, I'm a marketing consultant and owner of the agency Marketing 101 and of course the host of this excellent podcast. Uh, Thank you also to the wonderful sponsor of this podcast, 34SP, that's S for sugar, P for Peter, 34SP.com website hosting services. They're green, sustainable hosting that I personally use for all my websites. More about them later. Don't forget, you can listen to the episodes of this podcast in any order. Just scroll through all the available episodes and see which ones are of use to your business. So that is enough of an intro. Absolutely plenty. Grab something to take notes with and let's crack on with the content. So in today's episode, we're talking all about the LinkedIn algorithm that decides exactly how much exposure to give to your posts, both on your personal page and your business page, and therefore decides how successful they will ultimately be by way of engagements, comments, shares and likes. We've all had those posts that flop that no one seems to notice or care about. Maybe you spent a lot of time writing it or you're sharing a link to something you're very proud of. Uh, And maybe even the majority of your posts are like this. You're not alone. It's a real kick in the teeth, especially when you see other posts getting hundreds of interactions that don't seem to be anything particularly special, uh, certainly no better than your own content. So today we're going to be looking at how to hedge your bets with your LinkedIn posts. And while there are no guarantees that a post will ever do well, we can try and set the scene and create the right environment for one of your posts to thrive. And we do this by ticking LinkedIn's algorithm boxes. Now, before I begin, please be aware that some of the following advice is conjecture, either my own or theories from other marketers. Understandably, LinkedIn is very protective over its algorithm, so please don't take anything in this podcast as gospel. We have tried and tested it, uh, but you should too. Make your own decisions. 
So, first of all, we need to look at the journey that your post takes once you've published it. And the first thing that happens is LinkedIn decides if your content is good enough to share at all. It does this by popping it into one of three buckets. The buckets are spam, low quality, and high quality. Those are your three buckets. And depending on what bucket you land in, LinkedIn then shows your post to a sample audience, just a few people from your network. If you're in spam, then it'll be very few. If you're in high quality, it will be a larger sample audience. However, even for high quality, we're pretty certain it will be a very small percentage of your followers. Perhaps just a few percent will be in your sample audience. Now, here's the golden bit of information, which we're going to come back to shortly, discuss in much more depth. If your sample audience engage with the post, then the floodgates open a little. If they don't, then basically it's into the bin with your post. Goodbye. If the floodgates do open and that next wave of audience engage again, then the gates are opened a little wider for more people to see it. And so on and so on until your post either disappears due to lack of engagement or gets shown to your entire network, maybe even beyond. If people go crazy over it, your post will actually go to a human moderator who might share it outside your network, Uh, at which point you get a notification telling you that and, uh, well, you get very excited. You've made a great, great post. Before we move on to how to get people uh, engaging with your post, we need to talk about how to maximize your chances of getting into the high quality bucket or at least the low quality bucket. We really want to avoid that spam bucket. Again, the criteria here are not public knowledge, but we can make assumptions. Firstly, you know what spam looks like. Don't fool yourself. If you're promoting a service, selling a product, shouting about a discount or promotion, then it's spam. It might not be spam to you, but LinkedIn does not want people directly selling on their platform. Uh, You're not going to get your account blocked or anything, but your post will not be favored by the algorithms. People won't see it or very few. Here's a few other things that will almost certainly see you marked down by the algorithms. Number one, bad spelling or bad grammar. Number two, tagging too many people or businesses. I'd suggest five at most and make them relevant. Make sure they're involved with whatever it is that you're talking about. Putting multiple outbound links in the post. Uh, Number four, using obvious spammy hashtags. Things like hashtag share, hashtag keep it going, um, hashtag tag a friend. Uh, Not good hashtags to be using. You will get penalized. Uh, And number five, posting too often. Going to be seen as spammy, of course, even if it's great content every single time. I suggest leaving a few hours between your posts as a minimum. Here's a few things that the algorithm would look favorably upon. Tagging relevant people. Already mentioned it, particularly if they then go to respond with an engagement. then you've been tagging the right people and LinkedIn rewards you for that. Being specific and niche with your post. Uh, Thinking about keywords similar to SEO, search engine optimization, which we've covered in another podcast, uh, the basics of. Um, Think about that with your post. Include things that people might search for to find your content. And finally, use hashtags. Absolutely. Um, And we recommend using one broad, one middling and one niche hashtag. So for example, with this podcast, when I'm putting this podcast onto LinkedIn, I might use the broad hashtag marketing, then the middling hashtag LinkedIn tips, and then the niche hashtag LinkedIn algorithm tips. 
I uh, just mentioned not putting too many outbound links up there. Um, this has been a pretty common topic of conversation when it comes to LinkedIn tactics for a long time now. Do you get penalized by LinkedIn for including links that will take people away from their website or app? Up until a couple of years ago, uh, the general consensus was to not include outbound links in your post, but to maybe drop them in as the first comment instead. Comment on your own post with your outbound link. And this was because apparently LinkedIn penalized you for trying to send users away from their website uh, or app. There was even one theory that you should go back after you've posted, hit the edit button and then add your link in then. Uh, because in theory, LinkedIn would only review your first submission. Whether any of these were ever true or not, I don't know. But what I can tell you is that I directly asked a LinkedIn official about this subject who told me it's no longer true. Because the mobile app opens outbound links within the app, the dwell time isn't damaged. They haven't really left LinkedIn. And when they're done viewing your outbound link, whatever you were sending them to, they'll be back on the app again, back on LinkedIn. Personally, I believe him. Uh, but that call is yours. Maybe do an experiment. Try links in the post, try links in the first comment, maybe even try the whole edit thing. Just see what works best for you. But personally, I'm going to be putting my links in my post. Next up, super important tip. It's generally believed that LinkedIn gives a single hour for your post to prove itself. It'll be shown to that sample audience for an hour and the reaction of that sample audience within that time will decide the fate of the post. We call this the golden hour. And with that in mind, here's some logical steps to take. First up, don't post at midnight or any time where people are going to be asleep in, in the region that you're targeting. Um, the hope that someone might see it next thing in the morning, it's just not going to happen. There's going to be too many posts that nudge it out the way. This is a business platform. I recommend posting within business hours or experiment with evenings and weekends, but monitor the success. Um, you want to post when you think that the the followers you're trying to get to are online. Next up, obviously, tag people who are definitely going to engage. We've already covered it once. You've got to tag people who are relevant to your post. You want them to come back straight away and comment, engage, like, share that post. Think about trying to include something in your post that will get people commenting. Ask, what do you think? Or do you agree with me? Or was this useful? Would you like to see more? Literally encourage those engagements. The next one's really important. Use this as your hour to hang out on LinkedIn, especially if you're only publishing once a week, which is great. You're still going to be in the top 5% of LinkedIn users if you're publishing once a week. Publish and then hang out on LinkedIn. Respond to anyone that comments, thank anyone that shares, but also engage around the rest of LinkedIn. Comment on other people's posts or catch up on your LinkedIn inbox. Any activity in that hour that might drive people to your page, then to your post, and then to engage. Next up, get it right the first time. We mentioned editing to drop your link in a minute ago, but it definitely seems that editing after you've posted upsets the algorithms. The last one, which is a great tip, um, is to go and ask people to support your post. If you've got WhatsApp groups of your networking clubs, if you've got friends or family, email your staff, stand up in the office and ask them to go and check out your latest post and engage with it. Like, comment and share. Um, people will support you. We've talked about this on our other LinkedIn podcast. There's nothing wrong with asking friends and family or staff to support your activities on LinkedIn. It's just another form of marketing. 
On that point as well, I've recently been part of an experiment with a local business that seemed to show that LinkedIn has probably clocked on to people sharing the link to their post to try and garner support for it. So doing exactly what I've just said to do. I think they've clocked it, whether you're sharing that link by email text in a WhatsApp group. Um, we think it can tell when someone has arrived via a link share and will subsequently not give their engagement quite the same weighting as those that have engaged organically. Certainly makes sense to me. Why wouldn't they try to, uh, to, to pull that back a bit? But the way around this is still... Reach out to those people for support, but don't give them your link. Just ask them to pop to your profile or business page on LinkedIn, wherever you did the post, and please support my most recent post. Get them to do that. They'll open up their browser, head to LinkedIn, and they'll find it themselves. And this avoids any kind of tracking that might be in place. Uh, and these engagements will just seem to be organic, which is what we're we're looking for there. By the way, I'm very aware that this tip um, in specific sounds like cheating the system. And to a degree, it is. You are asking people to engage on a post that they might otherwise not have engaged on. Um, it's not the kind of thing you can do on every post, right? Your friends and family will eventually get bored of your requests and they will stop doing it. So save this powerful trick for those really important posts, the ones where you've spent real time on the content or are delivering a really important or insightful message. Like I said, I, do, I believe there's nothing wrong with asking people to help you get the word out on those occasions, but please don't abuse it. Okay, a quick advert. I'd like to take a moment just to tell you about the wonderful company that sponsors this podcast, and that's 34SP, S for sugar, P for Peter. Uh, you can find them at 34SP.com. 34SP is a green hosting company, hosting being where you park your website. Uh, and I host all of my various websites with them for a variety of reasons. And I'm going to tell you about those various reasons each week on this podcast, uh, like how they're sustainable, green hosting, or their amazing customer support, their competitive pricing, uh, plus all other manner of reasons. This week, I'm shouting out to their customer support who are based in Manchester. They're always quick and easy to get in contact with by phone or email, and they're just brilliant. They're so good with people like me who don't really understand the complexities of website hosting. They lose the jargon and they just get the job done. It's fantastic. A standard hosting package with 34SP is just $9.95 per month, which is almost certainly as good or better than what you're paying now. Uh, and if you use the code Alex101, or I guess if you're typing it, Alex101, uh, then you'll get your first three months for free. Head over to 34sp.com to learn more about this wonderful business. Thank you for your patience. Back to the content. So, this next bit of information is the most unsubstantiated bit of this podcast, but I do believe that there must be some kind of truth to it, as it makes total sense, okay? It's rumoured that LinkedIn has a 23-point rule, a rule that 23 points is the number of points your post needs to be awarded with in the golden hour for those floodgates to be flung wide open and your post shown to all your network. The points are achieved through the engagements on your post, which, of course, makes total sense. What better way to judge if a post is worth showing to a wider audience than whether the sample audience liked it or not? So this rumor suggests that you get one point for a like, two points for a share and three points for a comment. No surprises there. Uh, LinkedIn loves discussion. So comments scoring highest seems about right. 
So with that in mind, for your post to succeed within that first hour, you might need a combination like this. Three people share your post, that's six points. Three people comment on your post, that's nine points, we're up to 15. And eight people hit like on your post, eight points. That takes us to our 23 points. Hopefully, we've uh, we've done what we need for LinkedIn to show our post further. Uh, it doesn't sound too hard either, does it? Three shares, three comments, eight likes, or... A, a hundred, a million different combinations, of course. Again, this is a rumor that I've definitely not been able to confirm. It is pure conjecture. It just so happens that it also, it makes a lot of sense. Even if the numbers aren't quite right, it makes sense. So the final piece of our puzzle is possibly the hardest bit, and I'm afraid it's all got to come from you, and that is what to post. So firstly, we're going to talk about the style of the post. And then finally, the last bit of this podcast, we're going to talk about the content. So these are the styles of posts that you can publish on LinkedIn, ordered in the way that we believe LinkedIn prioritizes them. So first up, text. Text is LinkedIn's favorite, unlike most other platforms. Again, this is a business platform. It likes text and healthy debate. Next up in the priority order, we think is going to be LinkedIn's tools. So this is anything that LinkedIn is promoting uh, at the time or, or that's so unique to its platform. It's always going to pump those to the top. It's going to give those preference. So they're tools like LinkedIn Live, um, articles or slides. Go and check out those tools. Use those and you're obviously going to get a bit of a bump from the algorithm there. Number three and kind of number four, uh, next up is is visuals. So as far as we're aware, um, photos and videos don't give any benefit with the, within the LinkedIn algorithm. Um, that's what we understand. But it's worth saying they might stop people in their tracks as they scroll. That's standard marketing. Pure text or text with an image. I think the image is going to help people stop and read. But be sure to back either those up, photos or videos, with great text. That's the most important thing there. Number four is videos. So I've separated that out. Keep your videos short and sweet. Get to the point quickly. Back them up with good text. If you want to be approved to go live on LinkedIn, which is something you have to do. We can't all just go live. You have to be approved. Then it's a good idea to already have some piece to camera style videos on your feed already. They do look for that when looking whether to approve you or not. So the last style of post uh, that you could publish is a share, right? Sharing other people's contact. You can share other people's stuff. But remember, people are going to click through to the original post to read it. Um, so they won't be engaging with your post. If you want to make this work for you, you've got to add an opinion to the share. Don't just hit the share button on its own. Add value if you're going to share someone else's post. So here we are, the final part of this episode. What kind of content works well on LinkedIn posts? This isn't really for the algorithm's sake now. We're past that. We've ticked all our boxes, but this is for your audience. This is for, for, for the viewers of your post. How are we going to get them engaging? It doesn't matter if you've ticked every algorithm box that we've discussed today. If the content of your post is rubbish, uh, you know, it's not going to, it's not going to be, um, well received. So think hard about what people might actually want or need to know. The key is to be interesting. Here's a few ideas. So firstly, insight. Insight being your opinion or insider knowledge into things like your industry, your location, or into lifestyle or, or well-being, for example. Second, research. 
If you or your company have taken uh, undertaken some research and you think the results are interesting, then publish it. Uh, maybe add a poll, ask if people agree with the results. Remember, asking for engagements in the post is a powerful, powerful move. And research is great. Give people something that they can't get anywhere else. Thirdly, interesting news about your business. Again, focus on interesting. No one cares that you've had your forklift truck serviced or that you're all out every Friday after after work in the pub. But new branding or, or signage, a new location, a merger or an acquisition, a charity activity, new recruits, those kind of things would be great for a LinkedIn post. And speaking of charity, altruistic things can go down really well. Obviously, all of your charitable efforts get them published. But also things about how you're supporting staff beyond work, maybe events that you put on for your staff, like a, a yearly sports day or a Christmas outing. I've already mentioned polls. Ask an interesting question and watch the answers roll in. And finally, your blogs. You absolutely should be blogging. And if you're working hard to write great blog content, then LinkedIn is the perfect place to publish it. Consider, though, sometimes sharing the link to the actual blog post, but also sometimes copy and paste the content as an article as well, either your personal page or your business page, and see which one works best for your audience. So there we go. Hopefully you've now got uh, all the tools you need to create that environment to hopefully give you better engagements and, and responses and more reach with your LinkedIn posts. As I said at the top, nothing's guaranteed but follow these rules, follow this guide, uh, try and be sensible, be interesting. Any social media platform is, is the same. Be genuine, be interesting, and hopefully you'll see a rise in those engagements. So thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I hope you found it useful. If you couldn't take notes, keep an eye on the 101blog.co.uk. That's 101blog.co.uk or 101, of course, where we quite often stick up a blog all about the same subject so you can review the most important bits there. If you'd like to connect with me directly, then head over to alexryanuk.com. That's where I hang out. If you'd like to join Marketing 101 on our social media channels, uh, you can find the link tree in the episode notes. We can come and find out more about uh, our agency at marketing-101.co.uk. That's marketing-101.co.uk. Please, please, please subscribe to the podcast so you can get a notification of the next episode. And if you want to leave a review, that would be greatly appreciated as well. Finally, thank you again to our wonderful sponsor. If you haven't already, open up 34SP, that's S for sugar, P for Peter, 34SP.com now to check out their fantastic ethical website hosting. You won't be disappointed, I promise. And don't forget, you can get your first three months for free by using the code Alex101 at checkout. Thank you for dropping by and we'll see you next episode.
thank you all so much for listening. I hope you found it useful. Don't forget to check out our lovely sponsor, 34SP, and their ethical web hosting, if you haven't already. Just head on over to 34SP.com and use the code ALEX101 at checkout to get your first three months website hosting completely free. That's ALEX101, or 101 if you're typing it. The customer support's amazing. They're ready to help you transition smoothly to what I totally believe will be your hosting partner for life. 34SP.com. We'll see you next episode.